0: Today's episode is brought to you by Mud Wraps to Manicures. Mud Wraps to Manicures is located on the Bedford Highway. Anything that you need, hence the name Mud Wraps to Manicures and everything in between. Maybe you want to get a massage. Maybe you want to pick up a pedicure package or a manicure package. Also, you can pick up moisturizers, creams for your feet, your face, your body. Absolutely anything that you can think of under the sun, Mud Wraps to Manicures has you covered. I was there last week, I got a massage feel 10 times better. The staff was amazing. Parking was great. Everything about the experience was fantastic. Make sure to call Mudraps to Manicures today at 902-835-7375. Go there, feel better, pick up some gift cards, everything that you need to make yourself feel better for these upcoming months. Maybe you have exam stress, anything. Mudraps to Manicures, the high button that just goes hand in hand. Holy smokes, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Boulanger. Thank you very much for tuning in here with me at the High Button Podcast. It's been a great couple of days. Uh, the guy that we're going to have on today, Ziad Lowen, probably one of the most interesting people I've ever had a conversation with. Um, we have a short history. I probably met him like a year ago. Uh, just at a bar randomly, we started talking, it was probably one of the most interesting conversations I've ever had, and we only talked for like 10 minutes, um, and then I invited him on the podcast a week later, this was about 6 months ago, and we had a, he was on episode 103 or 104, <coughs> excuse me, um, yeah, I forget what number, but anyways, it was probably one of the most interesting conversations I've ever had with a human being. Uh, sitting down for an hour at a time, having a conversation with someone is a rare thing. I think that's what I love about podcasts in general. Um, you know, what other social setting do you get to go out and talk to someone with no distractions for an hour? Uh, I think it's a great thing. Um, and when I did uh, when I did our podcast with Ziad, at episode 103, I think it was honestly one of the first ones that I did back... When I moved back from Vancouver to come to Nova Scotia, I think I might've did a couple before, but anyways, nonetheless, he was one of the first ones to, uh, to jump back on when I was here in Nova Scotia. Like I just said, um, and I'm not saying that the podcast we had really actually, maybe I am saying that like the conversation we had was really, it was everything in one. It was motivating. It was, um, very educational I'm honestly just, I honestly should have listened to the podcast again to kind of refresh myself. But nonetheless, uh, Ziad was just in Lebanon for six months. He just got back to Halifax. I'm excited to talk to him about that. He says he has a ton of stories for me. So I love travel stories. I love traveling in general. Um, he's currently at Dalhousie studying to become a doctor, I believe. Not a big deal. I'm not sure what kind of doctor, but I'm sure he'll tell us here uh, on the podcast. And yeah, so it's going to be a good one. Ziad Lawan. Uh, I don't know what episode we're on. 162 or 163? I don't know they're all starting to blend together to be quite honest with you um but yeah it's going to be a good podcast i'm trying to see if there's anything else i, re- I should be filling you in on regarding the high button got a lot of videos coming out um you know sponsors are starting to roll in it's great uh, you make sure to check out mudraps to manicure shout out to the sponsor to that is doing this episode uh sponsors are keeping food in my mouth they're keeping the high button going so if you're out there looking to sponsor The High Button, please get in contact with us and we will talk some business. Uh, I really don't think there's anything else. If there is, I'll bring it up during the podcast anyway. So here uh, was my interview with Ziad Lawan. I hope you enjoy. Alright, we're going. Are we on? We're not live, but... This is it. Like, people are listening as this we... This is the... People are listening. This is the source. What's up, Justin? Ziad, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. It's I been can, a, what? It's been a minute, man. How long is it months. Been? It's been four months. I said six in the intro. I, yeah, I feel like so I he should, said six. He said, I'm a doctor now, <laughs> which are going to doctor school, which it's actually... Well, interesting enough, law school, if you graduate, if you make it there, you're yeah. a jurist doctor, so, like... JD. So in theory, you're still a doctor. So you were close. You're in the ballpark. See, that's what I said. I was like, he's studying to become a doctor, but I'm yeah, not sure yeah. what kind of doctor. Exactly. Uh, you meant a Juris Doctor, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Have yeah. you ever ran into someone and been like, has anyone ever introduced themselves to you? Like, hi, I'm Dr. Smith. No, no, never. Because it's like the biggest taboo. Supposedly. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, it's old school. It's like super like. I'm not talking like old school, like 50 talking years. Talking with the mic, sorry. There I'm you not go. talking old school 50 years. I'm talking like old school, like hundreds of years ago. They referred to lawyers as doctors. Really? Yeah, it's like old English shit. Don't know if I can swear. Can I swear? Yeah, of or course. Yeah. Sponsors don't care. Sponsors don't care? They know that going in. You should check out a guy named David Dobrik. I can't believe I'm doing this. Who's that? He is, um, you know, Liza Koshy? I can't believe I'm doing that either. See a Nova Scotia guy? No, 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 no. These are YouTubers. Okay? okay. Let me just give you a little background. Just like make sure you're them. talking to them. Like, am I am, I am. Oh, no. right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, you're good. Am. am I good? Can you tell? See, you're on the bottom. You got to be in the yellow. So speak. Hello. Yeah, you're good there. It just, so when you're need going to be like in this, the yellow. it's like when you're going like that, just like do like that. Okay. And you're perfect. Okay. Sorry, guys. Okay, yeah, you're hopefully good. Hopefully, hear me. Okay, cool. Right, so, good. listen, there's a guy named David Dobrik on YouTube. let okay. give a really quick spiel. I'm not much of a YouTuber guy, okay. But he, so what he did is that he realized that his content wasn't gonna get that much love from uh, sponsorship. Okay. So instead, what he did, he's a vlogger, and instead, what he did is he became super like, like, how do you put this? He swears a lot, cusses, makes like really like. So he's real. <sighs> Real as hell, crazy jokes. Like so it's him and a team of like seven like kind of successful viners and they all joined on with him and he makes like they have like a they have a uh what are they like a team? Yeah, he has a team, he has like a fat dude, he's got like an old guy, he's got like there's like a midget on there, he's got like everything, and they're always making jokes about all the stuff all the time. Okay. And so they lost all sponsorship. So he only makes any type of money from his own merch, I was gonna say merch, yeah, yeah. But it's what's funny is that his girlfriend, or well, now ex-girlfriend, yeah. uh, in the YouTube drama world, yeah. uh, is Liza Koshi, who is like one of the biggest YouTubers. In the world of YouTube, she okay. got like interviewed by Obama and stuff and other type of shit. I feel like I should know this. Well, but you I should don't. check it out. It's cool. It's I don't know. It's it's the YouTube culture. So mm. it's it's one of those YouTube culture things. But uh, it's absolutely hilarious. I don't in the four minute four minute twenty second videos for four twenty. Oh yeah. Uh, you know they go on like they go to they have like montages of them going to like Vegas and doing like drugs and drinking and popping champagne on it crazy stuff. I guess the real take home story is that people love realness realness yeah it's an odd thing when you come to a level of success but you have to almost hold back on the truth of what you want to say well you know in, in order to make more money yeah it's interesting for sure because like even at school right now a lot of us feel like we can't always say what we really feel and everyone's kind of Under this general like consensus that no one should really say what they really feel. Yeah. So a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are scared. It's more like it's not as much that people are faker than they used to be. It's more that there's this general like punishment of realness now. Yeah, and the punishment is like social justice in a way. It's almost like a debate that needs to go down if you say something that people disagree with. I feel like that. I'll I'll admit to it. Sometimes I feel like that on the podcast where I can't speak my mind. I know listeners might not like that, but there's times where I'm definitely holding back because I just don't want to have that conversation right now. Well, like there's a general fear. So I just refer to one of the people on David Dobrik's blog as a midget. I'm not even sure if that's the politically correct term anymore. It it might be. And and if it isn't, I'm sorry. And if it is... I'm happy, and if it's not, I like I apologize. You know, yeah. like it's one of those weird things that we 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 are now working under the assumption of like fear, and and maybe we'll get in trouble for something we said, and it, it was so awful. Just the other day, a girl made a joke to me. I was telling her how I play in the competitive men's league or the competitive intramurals league. Yeah, and uh, I was distinguishing that from the co-op or the co-ed sorry teams. Okay. So she goes, Oh, is it competitive because there's no women? And, like, I'm not even mad at her. I don't blame her. She was just making a joke. But we're sitting there two weeks in, one week in, and we're a group of six of us sitting around. We don't really know each other. So I'm super, like, hesitant to respond. And then it got awkward. It's like, she didn't mean to make me feel awkward. She was probably just trying to joke. But at the same Yeah, time, but you it's don't like, know. But I don't know. And Not only, only do I not know, am I even in position to yeah. be making a gender comment? It's so gender comment. And then if I did, how did I come off? Oh, man, it's crazy. I find that interesting, that setting in a comedy store, just comedy in general. Larry David once said, one of my favorite comedians of all time. He's the man. He said that Genius. if you're offending someone, you're doing the right thing. Great. like You're getting someone's attention. If you're telling jokes and you're getting no reaction, well, you suck. But the fact that you're offending someone... The balls on the guy in order for him to yeah. say that he's like, yeah, if, if, if people are laughing at curb yeah. enthusiasm, that's great. But if they're getting offended, I'm doing my job because yeah. he's getting a reaction out of someone and yeah. he doesn't care about the repercussion. That to me is the definition of like a yeah. real man, just well, you know, not caring, going balls in and just fucking living living life. I couldn't agree more because like part of life is like there's the whole how we categorize each other. So like colors of a person or gender, or age, or yeah. ableisms, or whatever these isms, the yeah. isms of the world. They're, the and isms then, are growing every day. you know. And then there is the just the pure who the human is. So there's just the, the reason I'm thinking of this, and it's similar to your example. Dave Chappelle, I was just watching some old Dave Chappelle, there, and he's talking about when Kramer had his crazy Laugh moment at the Laugh Factory. And Dave Chappelle was like, part of me was mad at him because I was like... I was like, a black, I'm a black dude, and he made the like the black comment. And he's like, oh, and like now I'm mad at him because like, why are you being a racist? And then he's like, but most of me was like, man, you're really getting killed on stage. Like, <laughs> you stay tough, man. Like, you stay tough out there. Like, like the comedian in him, yeah, was was siding with him. Yeah, you know, and the. Yeah. And the the black man in him was kind of, like, less to a lesser extent, was yeah. kind of like, oh, why did you say that word? Yeah. But uh, it's interesting, you know? He thought of himself as, more, as a, more of a comedian than a black person. Correct. Yeah. So, which is really more his function than what he was born, what skin he was born with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a huge problem I think a lot of people have. It's something that, if there's one skill set that I think I have it's not recognizing myself as anything i don't i am white right. but if right. someone makes a, a joke about someone right. calls me a cracker hey, in, right. no, in one ear or the other i'm not going to let it affect right. me i understand like black mm-hmm. people they've, they've gone through the slavery they have yep. tons of things going like that yep. and i understand where people are upset about that 100% but if there's one skill set that i think i've had i can read yep. an article on in the newspaper and someone making fun of something that i'm related to it's not going to offend me i'm just going to keep moving forward 100% Oh, I could have this conversation. I could have this like even talking about this right now. Coming back to what we just said, like it's a conversation that's difficult to have. Yeah, it's just because we could be offending someone. We could be offending. So, so so anyone listening, feeling offended, understand that me, not neither I or Justin, are meaning to hurt harm anyone. We are just discussing. And if it is offending you, you got to figure out something else out, man. Or like you can come message us. You know, that's yeah. my thing. That's the biggest thing with me is that if someone offends you, go tell him. Yeah. Don't harbor it somewhere and then present the the harboring elsewhere. Yeah. If because so, usually the person doesn't mean to offend. No. That's and, and so then another great comedian I forget his name. He's not. I mean, he's not exactly famous or like overtly famous, but he said. Ah, uh, to be offended, you have to take an object and take it to your offense. Like you have to, you have to activate the offensive side of it. Yeah. Like, like a person can come in this room right now, Justin, and look at us and say we're doofuses because we talk into mics. Yeah. One of us could take it as offensive and I'd the probably, other might yeah. not. I'd agree like yeah. Well, absolutely. you have to activate the offense. Like like yeah. I I can hear some let's say a comment about me being an Arab. Mm. I might not I don't get offended. Yeah. But someone might and and that's fair of them to get offended, but the point is is that sometimes you do have to take on the offense. Like you have to embody being angry. Do you know what I mean? No, I'll explain a little bit more. I I guess what I mean is that Everything is two ways. Mm. Everything is two ways. That's really what I mean. Okay. And 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 sometimes uh, we need we sometimes we need to go. We you can't dance alone. Mm-hmm. So when someone's offended in a joke, it's because they decided to be offended that day. Okay. That's Some, all. Sometimes I think of myself when I'm not being offended, like that there's something wrong with me. I'm like, why are all these correct? People- why are sure. these people getting sure. so upset that this is happening and I'm just sitting here? I was at a funeral the other day. Not mm. that you can get offended at a funeral, <laughs> but I wasn't crying. Funerals just got content I, everywhere. I around know, them. but like everyone was crying. Everyone was yeah. sad. And in my head, I'm just thinking, you know, if this was my funeral, I would not want anyone crying. So I'm not going to cry right now. I'm going I'm yeah. to be in that casket one day. You know, yeah, I don't feel. Yeah, it's it's sad I, that it past. So that's kind of my there. point. Is it's all about the perspective taken. Now that doesn't yeah. mean that some things aren't offensive. Things things are generally or can be very easily offensive. Yeah. I just I just guess that's I guess that's what I mean. I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely it's yeah. definitely rich right now because in class the first yeah. three weeks at Dow, it's just been correctly so, yeah. but it's been so much education on how we treated the indigenous and the aboriginals and mm. then, uh, and then those communities and the different communities. And then we, we've been recently getting into, uh, the African Nova Scotians and the black communities. Cause of course they're different. There's yeah. some non-African black communities, yeah. A- and how we've, you know, and yeah. we're learning just inc- like, it's almost tragic how we've treated some of those communities mm. and it's amazing cause, cause, I'm from Halifax. You know, I'm also from Lebanon. I'm from both, but I'm also very much Haligonian. And I didn't know much of the stuff we were learning. And I was sitting there thinking, like, why didn't I learn that in high school? Like why am I not learning this shit in did high school? you pay school? that you could have and you might not have been paying attention. That's my <sighs> That's excuse a... for a lot of things. I did not pay attention. That's a good point. Did not. I I'm kind of a I'm kind of a dork. I listen. Yeah. I like education. I, I feel like we don't really wanna expose ourselves that much to it sometimes. I don't know. That's another conversation, I guess. Eh? No, it's it's fine. Um, I think exposure to it's fine. It's it's a, it's a learning opportunity. Anything you're exposed to, I think that's different. And like I said, when people get upset and you're exposed to it, it's different. That's one thing I'm trying to do more. Well, of. You know, they expose. No, you go talk about exposure. They took us to the Friendship Center on on uh, on Gricola. Oh, right next to the square. Right next to the, the square. YMCA there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Friendship Center for the uh, the indigenous communities. Yeah man shout out to those people those people keep going keep going i just want to make sure shout out to those people that was uh that was quite a rich experience we we had just representatives from the community sit there and tell us funny stories sad stories cool stories things you didn't know yeah uh a lot of the history of what happened with Mm. the european settlers and stuff like that and it was it was cool so just saying love to those people speaking of the square I was doing street interviews today, and I was on Spring Garden Road, and you know how there's like um, a cab stand right there? Mm. So we're just walking by. We're asking people about the McGregor fight, who's going to win, yada, yada. And we talked to this guy. He's black. He's like, yeah, what up? I'm from the square. What up? Square town all day. I'm like, so what are you doing out here? He goes, well, get this racist cab driver on the camera. He won't let me in because I don't have cash. And I don't know if it was because he didn't think he was going to pay or not and he was going to run on the cab, but that just made me think of the square, and he was pissed at the cab driver.
1: Anyways, so, th- so
0: that is something that's huge as well. And so now we're Yeah. There's a lot of that discussion as well in uh And I'm thinking about putting that content on the camera or not putting it on the video. You know? Well, you know so things. then the other problem is so so this comes back to the original reason I brought this conversation up All is right. that uh there is this assumption that uh or I don't know. I ask you, Justin, do you think that people should take On being considerate Yeah Yeah I think being considerate is great But isn't that just because Where you and I Are two considerate people And we think that That's good for humanity Some people just want to Go to work And go home yeah, but of how, all how can races, you know, all genders. Some people just aren't that heavily concerned with the social problems. Yeah, like should everyone be, or should not everyone? Oh, be? You sorry, Consider saying? it in that. Yeah, fact. Oh, that's sorry. what I mean. I thought you that's meant in little I mean. things like holding like, the door open. No, 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 no. I I mean in the more like the you oh. know ecosystem, environment, world. Most people aren't going to like the answer, but actually, I'm. I think some people should, and some people shouldn't. I'm not the type of person that's going to fix things. I I just I'm, I w- I don't know if I can be that person. I'm not the person that's going to solve world pro- problems. Mm. And I think that just comes down to knowing yourself. I know where to be considerate and not to be considerate. And I think people are considerate and they can it can come off just kind of looking stupid because they don't really know themselves. They can go to a a rally or something and complain and, and I don't know. I just think a lot of people don't know themselves when they're trying to be considerate and they can end up looking bad. Right, I'm having right, a hard right. time explaining myself. That that's uh, that's something I saw a lot of in when I was in Lebanon. It sounds like if you want to be considerate in, in the term you're bringing up, you almost have to be a politician. Be a, if mm. you know, I, I just I yeah, think I, you just have I mean. to know yourself. Like I think that like I think that some people it's about like the orientation. Like do some people orient themselves towards the society around them, and some people orient orient themselves towards like just me yeah. doing me every day. And it's like I can't really get mad at someone who's very concerned with improving their own like career path or career choice or just. You know, yeah, kind what of fixing the world that's literally affecting them. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like, can I really burden these people? Do you want to fix it or do you know, do you want to adjust to it? Well, I'm a whole nother type of creature. I don't know. I don't know. I like I like the idea of helping. Yeah? Yeah. Like, it's a balancing act. Like, some people, I, that's why. Because I feel like I and others like me are, are interested <coughs> in seeing an improvement in society. Whereas, I think... I don't I'm not mad at someone who's kind of just interested in how to get that paper or yeah. if they're going to be on on time at work or if yeah. they can get that assignment done or if they can you know I don't know get See, that deal done. That's or, why I like talking to you because I don't ask myself these questions and I like the fact that you do ask them because I wouldn't have thought of that today or in the past month or year if you wouldn't have brought it up. If I'm considerate if I want to help fix things. Well, I want to help fix people. I, I I love psychology. I love helping People become happy. Well, like you know, so then the, here's another is is uh there's the raising awareness versus getting shit done, and yeah. both are valuable in their own way, and we need both. Yeah. You're someone who just gets shit done. You've been bringing people together. You've been contributing to the culture of Halifax. There's, yeah. And now another podcast here, and people are interested in coming on. You got some hockey players, some people like myself, some regular folk, which <laughs> I'm a regular folk, and here I big mean, deal. you allow no, 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 no. <laughs> We're just regular folk, right? And so you just you allow people like us regular folk to come on and kind of expose ourselves and yeah. get received from others and then we get to see what they're like you know you're i would say through action you do shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i so, guess so so like that's what i'm saying like do you do you justin need to embody more than just the behavior that you're showing do you know what i'm saying in order, in order to be happy well i don't know well, that's uh, we're getting real philosophical here aren't we <laughs> High button, yeah. Getting, that's the like high button's getting really, really high right now. Right? Real high. I'd love it. Yeah. You're not, not really. Um, Mom's watching. Uh, so, okay, I want to, I want to tell you about something that happened right, yesterday. Right. this was I yesterday. Went a, yeah, a boxing match. You went to a well, boxing match. That's what I'm referring to it as. It's called the moot. <coughs> I right, so it's the Smith Shield Moot Competition, 2018 Circuit, 2018. Okay. So what it actually is is a mock trial between four students, two against two. Like a debate. A debate. Okay. But what they do is, is so they chose the four best debating students in the law school. Question, how do you determine these students? So the way they get determined is that they go through their own, uh, they go through a course in the second year. Okay. I think that we actually kind of do a a similar mock, like a very simple one in the first year. Okay. So then by the third year, I think that they might take another serious round, and then the teachers decide who are the best four. What are the categories that they're debating? Uh, Honestly, it's anything. It's cases. So I also have the case here as well. So the case is really interesting as well. But so I went in and so I, you know, I played some ball growing up and stuff in in, in the university in in Lebanon and stuff. So to me as an athlete, when I hear that someone's only done something twice, it's like, how good could these people really be? You know what I mean? We always hear 10,000 hours. Get in at six a.m. and then get there again at two p.m. You know, like we've heard practice forever type shit. Yeah. So I hear that these kids have only done it two times seriously, yeah. and they're about to perform in front of two real judges, and the head of the bar association in Nova Scotia. So these were the three judges of the trial. So, that so this heard, is a big deal, then. This was a real. This was a real. So how the, many? How the, many people were in the audience? The audience was probably hundred fifty, maybe eh, probably less okay. hundred people. Okay. So, okay, so you the panel. So you had two real judges. Okay. Honorable Justice Justice, all right, Cindy Bourgeois, and Honorable Justice Krista Brothers. Okay. And then you had Mister Frank Demont, the president of Nova Scotia's Barrister Society. So they acted as fake judges on this fake trial. Okay. And then you had two teams. You had the ones that were, uh, uh, you know, they were representing the plaintiff, the person complaining, okay. the person bringing the trial, uh, and you had the people that were responding, defending the person uh, in respect to these people, Aaron McSorley and Emma Doucette, they're on the appellant, which were the the uh, plaintiffs, okay. and Jeremy Ryan and Tina Northrop. I just got to give respect. So I saw... Some it, crazy shit. I was gonna say today. if you're shouting out their names, it yeah. must have been impressive. Oh my god, man. This was out of this world. So these are two real judges again in the, the barrister's president. And these four kids yeah. went up and they actually put on a fucking show. And they were dodging like so what they do is they each present a subject. Okay. Okay, their position on the argument. But who creates the argument? So what? the argument is created by, I guess, maybe by the faculty or by Dalhousie Law. So <laughs> it, it's just a mock trial. Okay. So what the question was, well, it was about midwifery. I will say that again? Midwifery. What you is know that? Midwi- midwifery no. is uh, the, pra- the alternative baby delivering practice alternative baby delivering process. Yeah, yeah, that's well, the what that most mean? layman way of explaining that. Well, it just uh when you have a a, ch- birthing a child. But alternative what? Yeah, like yeah, another so, person so comes instead in. Instead of having a doctor, you can have a midwife. And there's educations for oh, this okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind okay, of old okay. school. It's okay. something you find in like villages all over the world. It's it's kind of like the original way that people were delivering babies. delivering babies. Okay. So uh, they have this fake story about uh, a midwife kind of messed the job up and the it resulted in the baby's death okay right uh, some pretty heavy shit that's and cool yeah and so the first the two issues were is it a pro what is the appropriate standard of care to be applied to a midwife in an emergency delivery situation okay so if there's an emergency what is the midwife supposed to do is the first argument okay and then so and then the second one was uh, so should the mental harm done to the father who witnessed the death of the baby. Yeah. Should he be reprimanded for this? Should he be, you know, uh, paid out the damages of his okay. mental harm? So these are the two arguments. One is, how should a midwife act? Yeah. And second is, how should we recover the damages of the mental health of the father? That's really cool. Yeah, two very distinct... I know. That's a really it's, cool. And it's and it, it it encompassed so much beautiful uh, thought. It's a lot of act of God in that argument. Well, there's a lot of active society, God if you will. A lot of so much of everything. Like for example, in the in the harm one, in the mental health one. Yeah. It's like what do we think about grief? This is what the question is because he's grieving. So yeah. supposedly in Canadian society, they don't actually like to cover or compensate for grief. Why? Because grief can produce more grief. Not Ooh. not necessarily what happened and the death so the death caused grief and then if you grieve for let's say a year there is an argument that within that year the grieving you were experiencing caused more grief not the death of the child i see what you're saying which then no longer associates the grief with the midwife's problem but actually just with like the man and the way he experienced grief Interesting I know it's so interesting And it's so interesting Because it really encapsulates What's going on With mental health How do we perceive Mental health How do we respect Mental health So you had Four students Sitting in front of Two real judges And the third guy Who might as well have Been a fucking judge Yeah And they were Dropping knowledge Sourcing uh, uh, They were sourcing um, Acts They were referring To law Previous cases Because can't as much on precedence as, Yeah as uh, common law It's how we work yeah. and, and the judges were actually trying to wow. fuck these kids up in front of us and these kids and this is why I say it was a boxing match these kids were slipping punches ducking hooks they were dancing around the judges it was stunning to watch how old were these kids? they were all third year so I, you could assume between 24 and 28 so you know? young still plus or in- minus a couple yeah yeah young yeah. very young yeah. yes 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 the oldest max if was 30 I don't even know their ages I'm just saying you know, these are young people they're not lawyers and after the judges came out and if felt genuine they're just like jesus christ like really? you guys are going to be wicked litigators which is that uh you know in court yeah in court lawyer are these shit. open to the public these debates um i can maybe so you try to slip me in try to get me immediate. well no they they, they, they only do it once a year oh, it's a big it's a big time thing i would love to see it's a something big time like thing. that um supposedly we had uh graduated from Dow. yeah uh she won the moot so it's a it's a competition okay everyone's rated individually, so the teams are just fake. It's yeah. actually yeah. four yeah. individuals, and it's how they performed and so anyways, <coughs> one of the people that won once she ended up being the first uh colored women on the Supreme Court of Canada, wow, yeah. Uh, So this is a real big deal Yeah Well this I mean it's It's a good performance And so I went in thinking like Come on Like like, they've only done this twice Yeah Like you know sports man Like you gotta do shit A hundred times Before you don't got nerves They were They were like So professional Yeah It was actually inspiring Rather than uh, Rather than Educational uh, Well well, It was was educational Rather It was more inspiring Than it was intimidating Really Do you know what I mean I know what you mean It was kind of like Damn Mm Mm-hmm. Like y'all are at that level. You is, know be, what I mean? is being a lawyer is, is is some of it a performance art? Be honest. Is well, it the suit, I don't know. I don't know. You're talking, man. I, I, you I'm know what I of keep movies. saying? Just you know, I keep saying. What? I keep saying. I've only. I'm. I just got here. I'm not a law student yet. Okay. When I <laughs> I'm think... not even a law student yet, I've been there for three weeks. <laughs> I will tell you this. I I have heard. I have heard that. Uh, there there's a lot of like uh there's courses and in some of those courses you need to have a personality and yep. you gotta know how to show and yep. I've heard just you know, through the grapevine of the community that you gotta be able to perform. Yeah, there's a performative aspect to it for sure. Like for example, in this moot, this is what I'm referring to, that's what they refer to it as a mute. A moot. M O O T. Okay. I, I didn't know the word before. I, I don't Supposedly know it means like uh like a farce or like fake. Okay. Or something a trivial moot. or yeah, yeah, you can. I, I think it's actually a common word okay. in the English language. I guess I, again, I don't know a moot. Okay, yeah, someone no. just explain. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is the moot trial. Okay. Anyway, they were they refer to the judges as uh, Lady Lordship and uh, uh, what was the Sir Lordship, and they had the gar the garb on, and they were speaking like they were lawyers for years. Wow. Now think about that, Justin. They've only been there for three years. They are. More like me than they are a lawyer. I'm impressed. Think about th- I know I was impressed too. It spoke a lot more to who they are than what the education gave them. These are just talent. So maybe yeah. that answers your question. Yeah, there's I feel like there's kind of a there is room for pure talent, you know? Yeah. They always say it's a lot about how you can speak with someone. And and a lot of people going in are just already have that talent with them. Yeah, that's, you know? and that's a talent that some people aren't born with. It you, exactly. I think, but if there is a talent that you are able to obtain, I think it is that. It, For it's sure, not I agree. That, it is difficult, but it's really not that difficult. I mm. found myself. I hate to keep talking about myself. No, but having a conversation with someone else over these podcasts in social situations, right. whenever there's not a, a microphone, my conversations. I've just learned to listen. Yeah, you know, I'm not worried about what I have to say next. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, when you came on, right? Mm-hmm. I used to write notes or, or write questions down. Yeah. I don't I got nothing, nothing. I listen listening yeah. are my I've noticed that and that's yeah. a skill that I've obtained for over sure. these past six months for sure you know uh I I can imagine that helps a lot uh uh listening and and inquiring mm-hmm. knowing it's not necessarily knowing how to inquire but like just listening and being interested in what they have to say yeah like blocking out your own assumptions and, and interests and then just purely focusing on the person in front of you yeah. and saying all right whatever he says now i'm going to at least act like i'm interested yeah and then eventually you keep acting like it you'll become that absolutely fake it till you make it i swear it's a real thing man yeah confidence is in a lot of stuff there's there's confidence in shit we don't even know that there's confidence in yeah do you know what i mean confidence yeah all the confidence i've not confidence, just yeah, I guess confidence. Yeah, you, like you sit there more confidently now. You you know like where you're going a bit more. You're more comfortable in the 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 yeah back and forths in your interviews. You're more comfortable on the court. You're more comfortable on the ice. You're more comfortable in class. You're more comfortable and in love. You're more. You know, your confidence comes from consistency. If you are consistent at one thing or even a couple things, man, your confidence will go through the roof. I'm telling you, for sure. From the first yeah, time I sure. did this to episode 162 or 163, I don't know what episode we're on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Light and day. The other day, I was talking to a doctor and an NHL player at the same time. Both fucking millionaires, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart people. Not saying mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not the brightest bulb in the room, but, you know, I can hold a conversation. But yeah. if I had that conversation with them at episode five of the High Button Podcast, yeah, yeah, um, okay, what are we talking 100%. about? Okay. 100%. Went in there. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. What are we talking about today? Yeah, All right. Yeah, how's yeah. life? How, you know? And I think that could be with anything. If you're a bad reader, if you read enough, you will become good. 100%. Any basketball, repetition, is keep going, going. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, Jordan actually has something similar. He said... Michael? Yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah. well, He's the only Jordan I ever <laughs> referenced. I don't know who else we're talking about. No, sorry, I guess there's a lot of Jordans in the NHL. Yeah. So yeah, Michael Jordan, MJ, he was said, he said, there's no need to be nervous. If you are nervous for something, <laughs> it means you didn't practice well enough. You're not prepared, yeah. yeah. He said, if you're consistently prepared, mm-hmm. you know how you are going... with the honesty of how you prepared, Mm -hmm. you will know how you're going to perform. Mm -hmm. If you're Mm underprepared, at least know you're underprepared and you'll feel less anxious. Mm -hmm. And if you're well-prepared, with the consistency of well-preparedness, you'll go in confident. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anxiety, nerves come from a lack of something, a Mm -hmm. lack of repetitions, a lack of... Mm You know, it's kind of like getting your feet wet type of, you know, I agree completely. I couldn't agree more. And in being consistent and working on your craft, whatever it may be, opportunities will arise. And once these these opportunities arise, it's happened to me over these past six months, I'm prepared. I'm ready. I'm confident. I know what I'm going to say. I'm direct. Everything about the high button when it comes to sales, I'm not nervous anymore because I'm selling myself. The high button is a representation of myself. JB. Exactly. JB and the HB. So it's like when you think about you. Okay. So you want to become a lawyer right now. So you want to, you know, find clients. You want people to be happy I with your so. product. You know, at the end so. of the day, you are a product. You know You're what? a business. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. I, I I keep hearing this idea. I'm only three weeks in, man. Okay, I'm well, looking at my textbooks. I'm trying to figure out what page I'm on. Oh That's man. what I keep telling. Ta- I'm trying to figure out what page I'm on. Because I got the humility. I got the respect for the game. Do you want to be a lawyer? Uh, I want to be a graduate of law school. Okay. That's how I work, man. This is the way. Yes, of course I want to be a lawyer. Also, well, I Also want d- to be an NBA player, look at me now. <laughs> man, okay, like fair I'm enough. In Halifax. No, no, I'm just playing. I just <laughs> I just, you know, I feel like saying that uh almost in a way, it's just my personal opinion here. Go yeah, ahead. Now, I'm, this is, you got Raw Ziad in front of you. Justin. There's nothing else to have in life than your just, own opinion. I just I just feel like saying that I want to be a lawyer skips law school. It's like I want to be a good law student first. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That could be my fault though. Like I don't really know the stages of law. Like no, I, no, no, I, no, no, I think you no, go no. to school for four no, no, years. No, no. I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just giving you a more honest answer. Yes, you, of course I want to be a lawyer. Did you pass be, the bar exam to get into where you no, are? No, 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 no. You okay, you do a I don't little, know that. You do a, this thing called the LSAT, and anyone listening who's ever done the LSAT, I feel you. It was fucking nightmare, train wreck, unpleasant. Unfun. Do you have to write the LSTAT in one of those big rooms? Yeah. Or is it a little room? Is it a big room. And, and, and the worst part of the exam is the content is actually interesting. Like it's legit fun. I could show you a series of some of its content and you would enjoy doing it. Okay. It's kind of like Sudoku esque. <laughs> it's very much, there's one portion of it that's straight up like, like mental games. They're called logic games actually. Yeah. But the problem with the exam is that it's 27 minutes per section and you have 25 questions per section. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. Yeah, so you got five sections. Five sections. Uh, sorry, is it 27 minutes? It's like 32 minutes a section. Five, second, five sections, 32 minutes a second. Yeah, something uh, like a section. that. Something like that I might be wrong. And then but if you don't finish like the section, you're fucked. Oh, you go you're essentially fucked. But it's not just that. It's, it's 32 minutes a section and 26 questions a section. Plus or minus Ooh. numbers here, people. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not part of the. LSAC. I hate that stuff because then at the back of your head times. Oh thickened. no no no! The whole thing is time. Uh, and I'm like, I'm a slow thinker. I'm a yeah. pensive guy. I like to. De- I'm deliberative. I like to. You know. that's yeah, no good. I like to lay out my shit. Yeah. It's all about how well you can sprint through your logic. It's very like. Uh, it's very much poorly testing anything. It's how much you know the LSAT. It's not how smart yeah. are you, how good's your logic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's what, anyway. I can see a lot of people failing at that due to the time straight factor. The, straight the fuck up. Because you can't even think. You got the time no. in the back of your head. Oh, fuck, no. I got to get out of here. It's got to no. finish it up. All right. Last last note I want to say about okay. the The moot. The moot. Was uh, you had four contestants. Or, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Advocates, as they refer to them as. And, uh, advocates. You had three women. Love it. Loving it, man. Love women. Love it. I yeah. lo- you know, and like love people it. say, that's bad for sexism. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it is, but I, I love it. seeing this three women. And that means that out of the third year grade, yeah. the three top mooters were we? three women. You know, and the two that won the first place were women. And I was like, you know what, man? Can I tell you something? Another <laughs> pity to mine. Another pity to mine. And this might seem like backward sexism, but it's not. I believe in equality and everyone's good, good, good stuff. Whatever. I feel like okay. those that are oppressed yeah. uh, create the most pure, refined skill sets. You know what I mean? What does like, oppressed mean again? Uh, oppressed is kind of like uh, hmm, it's a good point. I guess that word isn't – I'm not the most, afraid to ask if I don't know what No, it no, is. no. There's a just, lot of it words It just means know. like uh, – Biased against. Okay. You know, okay. or like uh, lack of privileges okay. or like, uh, I guess, like lack of respect. Okay. You know, uh, you know, you could almost say like bad athletes are oppressed in sports, you know, because a see. bad athlete doesn't really ever make it. Every once in a while, they might, mm-hmm. you know, like Nash. Look okay, at Nash. He wasn't the greatest athlete, but he made it through the NBA, you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, women have been, you know, marginalized in communities. I feel now, man... For that long, they we we like we brewed a talent in a gender, and they're coming. Like they're they're sharp, they're brilliant. They're also like that's what I've said about Hillary. We, Cle- we're all about, they're they're ready to go, man. Yeah. Like you could like you see it like in law school, the women are the sharpest, man. I've always just kind of had this. Sense when they're when Hillary Clinton's trying to run for the president of the United States, I'm like, you know, there's a lot better women out there than her. Like with the emails, I like there's mm. a lot of great women out there. Like, yeah. uh, oh my god, yeah. Then but you then have you get her... into politics, and politics is all just yeah, fucked I, up, that's man. true. I guess politics so. are like a whole nother weird. You know, but chance talk- the rapper, my guy Chance, he said they asked him, would you? And shout out, he just dropped a million dollars for the. Uh, mental health awareness in Chicago. I bet you he gets a statue in his hometown before well, he dies. Him. They yeah. love him. Yeah, <laughs> he he said yeah, that yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%. They love him right yeah. now. And they should. He has a whole, like, uh, education thing going on. He's yeah. pushing for so much different shit. Yeah. He has a whole uh, award system now for teachers. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No? He, has this he thinks that we should be awarding academia, which I, I mess with big time. I love it. Like scholarships? Like, no, no. no one like, scholarships money? but it's it's actually like like he's like why do we have grammys and emmys and that type of shit Agreed. we should have the best teachers in the state Agreed. so i think he's trying i don't know if it's full on yet but he's trying to have an award show for the best rated teachers in the in the state of Absolutely. illinois that's the smartest thing ever i know or you know something of that plus or minus some details but yes. that's the, the and so they asked him. They're like, do you want to be a politician? Because his father was a politician. Okay. His father wor- worked with the mayor of Chicago. And he said, uh, politics doesn't get anything done. I-, I want to be a legislator. The legislation of uh, any North American area, mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. state, province, whatever, is what gets shit done. Yeah. And, and I take that to heart, man. And, and I'm learning it now in school. That's definitely something I guess I've acquired is learning about the legislation of Canada. And that's where shit gets done, man. Of course, the provincial legislation as well. But, I mean, legislation is where it's at. Okay. You know, the courts and legislation. Politics is uh, is good. It's a popularity contest. <laughs> it's a popularity contest. In a good way. I think there's good people running. I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying it's more of a show. It is a show, performance. God a perform- damn it. it's, a, it's a show. Yeah. It's a performance. Yeah. God damn it's a performance. I remember once when Obama was running against Hillary, Michelle, Obama's wife, was like, you know, obviously, like, Hillary, she's not that or good, like, yada, yada, yada. And then when she was running against Trump, she was promoting Hillary. Like, oh, I love Hillary. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a second I here. You're contradicting. Like, or like when I was in high school, I was in grade 10, what was happening, they were, they were so obsessed. look how well Obama speaks. And that's cool, right? And he did really speak quite well. And he, they they always said he never used, he never says, um, um, uh, um, um, I feel... Uh, he, supposedly, this guy just goes, right? And that's what they describe him. But, like, why does that matter? <laughs> you're supposed to be here to, like, improve a country. Yeah. Why is one of the best features of Obama, and I was quite pro-Obama, yeah. why is one of the top features that he speaks well? Yeah, you're saying Stephen King couldn't be president because he's in a wheelchair and like, speaks from a computer? Yeah, you know. Uh, but he's, you know... You mean Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, sorry?
1: <laughs> See what I mean? Not good with words. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I always say I got the worst recall. What did I say, Stephen problem. Hawk?
0: You said Stephen King. Stephen, Stephen King, King. The, the author. The guy who wrote like horror stories. Oh yeah, the guy that wrote it. He, it, yeah, he could be. Yeah, yeah he, he sure. wouldn't be a good presidential oh, candidate <laughs> <laughs> either. You're right. You're still right. If the general just dis- <laughs> scaring the shit out of people. Both St- Stephen Hawking <laughs> and Stephen King won't do much work in the presidency. But uh, most people wouldn't have corrected me. They just would have went on with it. So thank you for correcting me. Oh, no, you're my man. <laughs> like it. it's funny. I do shit like that all the time. But how was how was Lebanon, man? Lebanon. Uh, is that where you were? Yeah. So I when I first left, I. It's funny, really, what happened. I okay. first came back from Lebanon over Christmas, and that's a long time ago now. Jesus, we're almost like a year away from that. Oh man, I love timeline. Christmas. So that, so the last Christmas, I come back, go back to work, feel like I got squeezed out unprofessionally by my boss. Who's your boss? I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to do that because right. she's a nice gal, but okay. you know, it, it wasn't good. Okay. And so then I, I got, I felt like I got squeezed out, and then so I quit. Right. And then I felt like yeah, like I'm happy I'm quitting. Like, oh shit, what am I gonna do now? And then a week later, my cousin messaged me, Do you wanna to go to China for work? And I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, like I'm going to China in like I don't know, whatever, in the beginning of the summer, like in a month or something. I love spontaneous travel yeah. events, yeah. And, and he was like, Do you wanna come? And I was like, Fuck yeah, I just go I just essentially quits my job. That's I'm how life works. so then so then I go to China with him. And I spent three weeks there. The first week and a half was, it's kind of like a business trip. It was kind of more like learn about some shit, you know, more serious shit. Uh, we went to Guangzhou, which is in the south on top of uh, Hong Kong. Okay. That was amazing. Wow. That was China, man. I got to get it's, there. China is the coolest. Now people are like, oh, human rights, oh, human, all this other stuff. Yes. Okay, fine. I'm, rights, I'm not like, hey, well, all you the know, all this. Yeah, Who knows, man? There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not a simple world. Not everywhere is Halifax, okay? Back Things. to square one. I can't fix problems. I just want to fix people. Just yeah, be yeah. Happy, see you know? stuff. Exactly. So the, whatever. So I went to China for three weeks. Okay. And I went to Vietnam for three weeks with my boy from Lebanon. Yeah. He came and met me there. And then we went By the way, the whenever you hear Viet, Sorry to interrupt. Whenever you ever hear Vietnam, do you think of the war automatically? Still? I automatically do. Really? Yeah. Do you? You should. How do you do? It should be called the American War. You know they call it the American War. Do they? And it should be called the American War because they went there. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. Keep going. No, we're not going into we that. We could get into history. No, uh, I don't want to. Go I don't know. To- when I think of Vietnam, I actually don't know why. I think of like, I don't even know what I think Vietnamese about. food? Maybe. Banh mi? Yeah, banh mi nice. Have you been? Have you been to Vietnam? No. No. But I've been to Indochine on uh, South Park <laughs> Street. Great <laughs> banh <Balmese>. mi. It's cheaper <laughs> than a ticket to Vietnam, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was a, is it good food? Indochine. Uh, no, it's great food great soups great uh, okay. great subs All right. great, uh great All right. barbecue chicken shout out to Indochine, you know what I'm no saying? they're not they're not paying us don't say that okay. uh, whatever, uh, whatever yeah. I mean, fine. Yeah. i'll give them some free shit well i mean hey whatever you know yeah, right. whatever you don't go there no yeah <laughs> don't go there <laughs> 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 their food sucks <laughs> <laughs> um right no so <laughs> vietnam uh Vietnam is, I don't know what I think of, man. I don't know. It's one of those blurry things in my mind. I think of like now, I think of nature. Oh, yeah. Because they got crazy nature. I, I, before that, I honestly, maybe the war, I guess. Oliver Stone, maybe. That's, that's really yeah. my biggest like education on Vietnam came from his documentary. But, uh, yeah, I think nature, man. Nature. they got crazy I, nature I, yeah I, I didn't see Man, well that's yeah that's that's uh that's the thing they got there they got uh, from north to south they cover like all different types of geography they got like they got like uh they got, so they got rice fields and then they got mountains and they got forests and then they got beaches Wow, one of those type of nations which is which, it, which, Is it commercialized is there a lot of like mcdonald's and coca-cola it's like, not it's not as much commercialized as i felt like it was tour-sized Uh, I don't. I'd rather be commercialized than tourized. Yeah, but it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad. Like they were so hospitable. They were so friendly. They were so nice. They were so 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 much superlative when it comes to hospitality, Mm. good food and good weather and nice. Really like, but I just felt like every time you got to a city, like there was a path. What do you mean? Like they were ready for foreigners. Yeah. Like, it wasn't one of those places, like, China isn't like that. China, or at least Guangzhou, I guess, because China's massive and only went to one city for three weeks. But yeah. the city I went, like, you go and you're kind of like, you gotta figure it out yourself. Like, when you go to a lot of their cities in Vietnam, like, they're ready to help you. Yeah. Which, depending on what type of traveler you are, it matters like, you know, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't like being super touristy. I don't like being super like I'm sleeping in like tents on the yeah. side of highways because yeah. I'm anti hostels or something. Like I am in the middle. Yeah, they they there's a feeling there that it's kind of like, look at all these amazing locations you can go to. Yeah, You know what I mean? Anthony and, Bourdain said it was one of his favorite places to go to. Hey, man, I don't I'm not. I agree. I can imagine the food's amazing. The people I know, honestly, all positives. All positives. Did you get like a soup bowl? Like a nom? Yeah, bowl? yeah, yeah. The uh uh the uh God That's where Anthony Bourdain's interview God, was with Rocco Ball in Vietnam. Fa 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 whatever Fa Fa far, Fa We can call pho, pho pho, it far. Uh, yeah, I guess it's pronounced Fa, but it doesn't really matter, man. That's it's far. It. No, Did it's you like to eat it? Did you eat the food? If you mispronounce it doesn't matter. Did you like the food? Food's great. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever had foe? Fo? Yeah, fo? my mom makes it sometimes. It's not 15. the same, but i feel yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the same. Clinton as... Park, Nova Scotia, Oh uh, God, that's funny. And then, um, yeah, so then I went to, so I was there for three weeks, and then I went to Lebanon, saw my woman, Zina Brahim. Shout out. Shout out. I'm shouting out peoples actually. Is that okay, Justin? I just feel Shh. comfortable, man. I feel like I'm hanging out. Shout out. Oh, man, shout out away. Go okay, ahead. shout out Mac Miller oh man love for you brother i was here's the one here i found out i was i swear i was listening to one of his songs like oh yeah the song where he's in the coffin box or the box self-care and he's going i got all the time in the world yeah but now i'm just chilling and and that line stuck to me i was like you know what i'm 26 i got all the time in the world like just relax like don't be and then the next day mac miller's dead i'm like he did not have all the time in the world it just hit me i got two things to say go ahead first of all I got so many things to say. I always got so much shit to say. First of all, that was an accident. He didn't... That wasn't a suicide. He... That man was looking to be better. And his music was very much like, I want to live. I want to be old. Like, and it's sad and it's scary now when you go back through his music, which I do often. He's always saying shit like, I wanted to be old. I wanted to have grandkids. I wanted to... Get over stuff. I wanted to be drinking coffee forever. Shit like that. Like he was actually very much into getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a lot of lyrics about no more touching coke and no more of this and and of course mental health and addiction and that shit is real, man. And, and so one, I want to say that was a mistake, and that's why it's so tragic. Death is always tragic, but this is because spe- he was actually trying to improve, and he, I swear he must have died by accident. That's did, what I feel. Did you see that live performance he did? On he was like in a in a, in a office it looked like yeah yeah the 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 orange hat man npr and he looked great his skin looked good he looked healthy oh that was an amazing album and that was like a month maybe before he died he did that do you know do you know um do you know what npr is well i i now i do i didn't know what it was before yeah the npr is a cool a very cool uh this like I don't even say it's alternative. It's just like this like quasi-performance, I guess. And like artists go and they like in front of like 30 people, they perform in this like cubicle. Chance the Rapper has one. And and No No Name Gypsy has one. Well, No Name now, I guess, has one. And uh anderson pack has one t-pain, T-Pain has, has one did you see t-pain's how weird is that i was thinking t-pain and i didn't you said it like the <laughs> moment you said T- <laughs> like, the moment you said t-pain Justin, you're trying to make things magical Justin. i'm not it's it's, a, it's the high button magic yeah, baby i'm telling you hb uh but no i didn't know anything about it until i saw mac miller's and then when i saw mac right. miller's i just kept going through his song 2009 oh god what a lyric what a what lyrics oh he's what in. a I think I, liked, I, I think I like I don't I think I like the one on NPR better than the thing on the album. I like the yeah. the beat was different in the live performance on yeah, yeah, the album. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had it on repeat. It's an I interesting. Was, That's also an interesting <coughs> idea. Just there. essentially yeah. talking about when he first got into the the music business to where he is now. I and, know, and, and he knows what's behind the door. It's Not yeah. 2009 anymore. Yeah. Oh my god. Because think about our own lives, Justin. Like, it's not 2011 anymore. I know what it's like after having a degree. Yeah. I know it's like after having a serious job. I know it's like. like it's not 2009 no more oh god man behind that. so uh he that guy i'm not sure if uh you know this or hold this or think this or whatever mm. but that guy is i say the most just creative writer in rap he paints images man mm. psychedelic tangential ideas with colors and weird objects playing with other objects defying physics. Like he doesn't like so Kendrick is kind of like a social writer, big mm-hmm. time like reflecting on social problems. And we need him. And Drake is very much this like, let's bring people together, fun, often can be deep, but mostly just let's have a good time guy. Yeah. You know, and uh that's great too. And he's both highly t- Mac Miller is the most creative writer. He's got this album called Faces and he just he writes in a way that's just tangenting from this idea to this idea to this idea, all using like weird verbs, using weird objects, weird. He, I, I, am big into like fiction, as as you know, and we discussed on the uh, Hemingway first, first podcast, Hemingway, and etc. But so, like, as a reader of fiction, Mac Miller like satisfies me. Wow, that's that's the guy. That's the guy. He 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 doesn't paint necessarily large images. He's not much of a plot writer. Yeah. He's he'll give you a he'll give you like two word two sentence short story. You know I what like I mean? That. Yeah. He'll give you a short story in six words. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. He's that type of rapper. Have and that's a rare very rare place to be in. There is I don't know many rappers like that. Because with certain words, it can bring up a whole paragraph in it, your mind. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. See exactly. what you're saying. Very image-based. Yeah. Very creative writing Have you seen the movie Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot? No. I'm not going to go any further. Watch that movie. Don't Worry, He Won't Get, get far, far on, on Foot. foot. Jonah, Jonah Hill, No Keem Nokeem, Nokeem, uh, Nokeem uh, Phoenix, it was directed and written by uh, Gus Van Stan, came out last week but it's on the internet so you really? can you can illegally download it now not that i <laughs> not that i did that sorry but you can you can get it now anyways uh, gonna, ooh, no, that's against yeah, the law sorry sorry how you be of 2018. anyways uh, i'm not gonna say anything else but just uh watch that movie and what you just described with mac miller that yeah, maybe so, you know. that's something that you know and that and, and so then that's one <coughs> huge portion of, of his music and then i'm sorry i'm doing this that's no, my man. guy man and then he also is just so soulful Oh yeah, uh, SZA said it best. She's uh, SZA is this up and coming female rapper mm-hmm. with well, female artist. She does more than just rap. Uh, and, uh, SZA, right? SZA, yeah. you've definitely seen her. She yeah. got famous recently, and uh, she blew up big recently. Anyway, she just she describes Mac She says that is a jazz artist who can rap, Ooh. and that's the truth. What's your Go, favorite album by him? Oh God! I favorite be, album? Yeah. Man, the new one is good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, what's it called again? Ladders? No, what the fuck is it no, called? It looks like an eardrum in the background. This is the problem. I got horrible recall, people. I'm going I'm to get my phone out real quick. I'm just going through it. Just give me a sec here. What's the song with him and Kendrick Lamar? Mac Miller. Okay, so Divine Feminine, feminine is nice. Swimming. Swimming. Love that song. Yeah, well, Swimming is the name of the album. Oh, is it? Yeah, swimming's the name of the album. Good stuff. Red Dot Music is a good one. Who's oh, that? Oh shit! With? That's with uh, Action, Action Bronson, Bronson on watching movies with the sound off. What a bu- like! That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. The name of the album is Watching Movies with the Sound Off. That there's, is. There's a, a message. S- that is no, but it's also such a jam-packed image. You're now sitting in a room. You're imagining it dark because what is a f- what are you interested in the movie is the visuals now because mm-hmm. the sound is off. Well, isn't that what you do when you get high? Like on drugs, you just have an image in the room without any sound. Isn't that? No, no. I thought, that, I thought that's, that's where I thought it came from. Watching television with the sound off, because then you can get ideas from the television, and then your room just trips into a. Really, he always used to say that. He's like, I used to get so bored, right, I, right, I right. have nothing to do, so I can have an adventure in this room right, right. now. Yes, yes, he. he you know, I could he, be wrong, but no, no, he, he, I could see that being like a I don't know, like a pop. Uh, think a about you sitting here, pop practice. practice like yeah. That. Um, but yeah, so that's my guy. Uh, and obviously he bangs. He got raps. Oh, so Good A M? What's A M? Good A M. What's that? Uh, G-O-O-D-A-M. Is that, that an album? It's an album. A white white background with him screaming. He's got a song on there called A Hundred Grandkids. <coughs> okay. He takes the beat from uh the beat from uh P. Diddy's Bad Boys. We Bad ain't boys. going nowhere. We, we A. Going, going away. away. That is the fire song. Anyway, yes, exactly. Yeah. Mac Miller raps on that for six minutes. <laughs> and he, f- he slices and dices and creates and... Oh man he paints That man paints Mac Miller paints That's the shit he does I fucking love Mac Miller. I gotta go back And have a listening oh, day Just the Mac day Where I listen to him all day Yeah 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 okay, I gotta okay. go back so you, you gotta go- recommend some songs Okay you gotta check out Faces That's Faces. the album That's very creative And okay. it's probably His most Like acclaimed People really like That one a lot Is that the one Where he's naked Sitting at a naked sitting he's sitting naked with the red in the back at a desk no no that is uh that? that is uh watching movies with the sound watching off. movie with the sound yeah, Okay, yeah. okay no no uh this one is um this one has a yellow background thing it actually i just realized this the other day it actually has whatever it's a it's for those that like art out there it's like completely <coughs> similar to some famous artist's Okay. Style of painting Okay it's, it's quite artistic And that's the thing About the album Is it's That's exactly it Like if you look At the cover of let Faces me see. Let me see Can you... If you look At the cover of Faces now okay, I am see, I see it. It. Okay good. cool So it's It's very much Like colors And shapes And yeah. images and If I just read you The names of the songs Like it's He's got one called Like uh, He's got one called Diablo San Francisco Diablo Great song Diablos crazy. Colors and shapes uh, He's got one called Rain He's got one called Thumbelina Grand finale. Oh, man, that's my guy. I can't believe he's gone. I can't believe it. What did you do when you found How? Where were you when you found out he passed? Oh, man, my sister called me. So I, I'm like, as clearly why Justin likes to bring me on this, I got, a, <laughs> I got a mouth and I know how to use it. And so one of the things <laughs> I'm, I usually talk about is hip hop and rap. Of course. And so uh, I always preach Mac Miller's name. I, I had this whole article I wanted to write about him. And you ever see him live? No. No oh, man, Don't I'm sorry to bring that up. That. I'm sorry. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> It's all right, but uh, uh, uh what was I was gonna say. Oh, my sister called me. Kay. So, it's, so amongst like my close friends and the people I debate this shit with, Kay. they know that I preach him Kay. forever for like, the last four or five years. And uh, my sister called me. was driving on English, driving on English. Sister calls me. Are you crying yet? And I was, and I was like, why? No, like what? Like what now? Were you she having was, a bad day? No, no. I was okay. just kind of. Okay. What, just now? fresh law school just started, so I'm like three, four days in, kind of all like, like you chapter know? one. Yeah, you're, t- you're all <laughs> like, you're trying to figure out what the chapter's saying. You know, that's how you read a book. The first few pages, you're always lost because yeah. they're bringing you into a new world, right? And so I'm just kind of like lost. For everyone was lost that first week, and she's like, Mac Miller died, and I just, she said it to me like I already had heard it, you know? She said it to me like I knew, and I and I and I took it like you know I was like, I was like, what? she's like yeah mac miller died and i was like no you're lying and then uh and then i then started i screamed a little i was like shut up like i kind of yelled because that's my guy i feel like he was my friend and then you know and then and that's, then yeah. yeah and then i for the next few days i was like properly like down and and it was hard because i had to go to school and stuff and like talk to people and yeah. be like you know like, and then like when Mac Miller would come up, I was like, y'all don't get it. That man's in my heart. And then, and then when I found out that, like the Ariana Grande thing, it was just fucked up, man. <sighs> it was a shame what happened to her and the whole story. This is what's crazy about it. It's really like it's a really sad story. Uh, but yeah, the industry that he's in, man, it's not good for. No, it's not good for mental. Well, that's the thing, right? Is he's lonely. Think about that. Mac Miller, one of the greatest rappers ever. Oh, at least of our generation. Uh, Opened the door for a lot of people. I, when, when, I heard Ch- when I heard Chance the Rapper tweet out, man, he brought me on tour for my first time, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. just clicked. Yeah, yeah, Mac yeah. Miller brought Chance and, and the Rapper. And SZA talks about it, and Schoolboy Q talks about it. He put people they on. They all talk about how much he put people on. Think about That guy was 26. He's been rapping for six years. Yeah. Like, big time for six years. Yeah. Seven years. He has, like, five albums. Yeah. Think about that. This guy's, like, prolific. Yeah, I always say he's the white wheezy. Now people don't like. My Have comparison. you listened to his album yet, Carter Little Five? Little yeah, I did. Eh, I like it. It was good. It's good. Yeah, Last yeah, song it's... in the album, I love. Which one? Let it all work out. Oh man, yeah. Let it yeah, all. Yeah, That's my shower yeah, song yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, my my guy Marcus at school has been. We, he and I were jamming. That. That's a yeah. good song. Uh yeah, man, Mac Miller people on? I don't know. Anyways, it's a lot to say about Mac. But. Lost a lot of good people this year. Anthony Bourdain was my guy. I know. I loved, I know. Uh, I loved the way so he described true. food. I loved the way yeah. how he traveled, how he was able to interact with other people in and around the world and make people feel comfortable. Imagine going to a foreign country yourself and I know. in a village. You know, you're a little uneasy, know, but he was really able to make people open their doors up and yeah. allow cameras in. That's a tough thing to do. You're right, man. He really did help, I guess, cultures. I, not, I shouldn't say that, but I mean... Because it's just so grandiose of a statement, but I mean, like, he was good for culture. He was yeah. good for people to be like, "Oh, I can go to that country. Yeah, you, you know, do this. I can go there." I admire you know? people that are able to make other people feel comfortable within the first thirty seconds of a conversation. Yeah. You know who's very good at that? Who? Sasha Baron Cohen, the guy that puts on those performances. Have you seen the? the, the have he, you seen his new show, Made in America? Or yeah, what? or whatever. This is America. This is, have you seen it? Yeah, of course. Like, it's crazy. I I admire what he does. I'm not like I'm not. I'm a fan of the show, sure, but what I'm more a fan of is how he gets people so comfortable with him. Yeah, could could you right now go to Texas and get a politician to pull down their pants and move backwards toward you and say, "Stop it, you homo!" Like, no, you, <laughs> like that 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 is a skill set that I admire to make someone feel so comfortable to fucking do that. Yeah, like, he's manipulative. He's well, very this, manipulative. Well, the, you know what? Like, could you? I just. Fuck. Yeah, I like it. You know, I like about that, Justin, is the, the attention <coughs> to detail, Justin. That's yes. why. I, no, but you observing that. Yes, you know, of course. It's good to. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, some people get lost in the the picture and they don't realize the the finer building blocks of the person's strength. Of course, you know, and. Uh, Anyways, that's just a little thing I just... I like oh, the, about behind comp- the scene, yeah. yeah, a big, big behind-the-scenes like, guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I agree with you completely. Like, he has the ability to get people to say shit and get in position through making them comfortable, which is very manip- manipulative of him. But that's all right. But manipulative I mean, doesn't have to be a bad thing exactly. unless it's used for bad reasons. Yes. Yeah. Correct. You could be manipulative to try to get into someone's like Anthony Bourdain was. Uh, you could say he was a little Correct. bit manipulative to get Correct. into an Indian village Correct. or a hut and be like, "Can you make me some curry? Right. I'm gonna bring the cameras in and we're just gonna have a conversation, please." And it's you're an
1: right. it's an aura you have to have. I, guess. Uh,
0: I know it's it's funny. You're, you're so right. It's it's about there's like a neutral. Yeah, there's a neutral idea. Which is like the lubrication of society, yeah. you know, or lubrication of a social moment. I see what you're saying. And then there's the negative, which is manipulation. And yeah. then there's the positive, which is, would be like, I don't know, being like amicable. You yeah. know, that's like Anthony Bourdain is amicable. He okay. can go to anybody. I want to be more amicable. Yeah, amicable comes. I think it comes from "meta," which just means like f- friendliness in French. Okay. That word. Like friendliness, essentially, yeah. friendliness, ability to get in with people well in, with a respect in a respectful way. Louis Theroux. Have you ever seen Louis Theroux? Of course. Okay. So I this guy, a, Why would I say such a thing? This, this guy. This guy Justin here. This guy L-O-J. goes to a Miami County Jail, maximum fucking security, yeah. talking to rapists, murderers. No. Fucking. And he's like a little nerd. The worst of British the worst. Dude. He'll go Glasses, in. Glasses, like button-up shirts. He'll go repping in. The high button. He'll go into the jail, into yeah. the fucking cell I with know. the inmate. I know. And they respect him. And just be like so why'd you do it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i know it's weird and they will go to him it's weird and tell him like this stranger i know this is why i did it i'm sorry but i'm moving past it look at my books i'm reading i'm trying to improve oh well what are you reading tell me a little bit more that guy or like i haven't even watched it to be honest i'm not gonna say that but the uh, one with no no i watched that episode actually but the one where he goes to chicago because he goes to what they refer to as Chirac or oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he getting in there? Yeah. How is he hanging? Watch the Philadelphia one, too. Okay. Killadelphia. How is he getting in there? It's crazy. You're so right. He it's- goes on the corner with a bunch of people, and he's like, hey, so someone got shot here last week, eh? And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, well, do you know who did it? And he goes, what kind it's of question is that? I'm not it's answering crazy. that. He goes, well, why wouldn't? Like, just having fucking conversations yeah, with crazy. these kids. It's insane. Um, I could talk forever. He went to a Nazi's house in... Alabama and they were just like you're Jewish right now aren't you to Louie and Louis's like I'd prefer not to say and he goes well listen I'm proud to be a Nazi I'm here I opened up my door to you and I told you who I am I told you who my family is I want to know right now are you fucking Jewish and he's just like can we just continue like with our conversation why does it matter if I'm Jewish or not Jewish I I just want to get to know you and somehow some way he was able to make that Nazi family calm down and still welcome him and eat with him and have a beer with him and like it's it's, I don't know how he's able to do it but I'm fascinated by those things that's an amazing story because it also says a lot about condemning one another even when we hold bad traits like he clearly he must believe that there's goodness, and even though Everything. they hold racist Everything. positions, and he's showing that, like, that's not the end of someone. Like, you can actually get people. Like, I, I don't know. I remember just you know in my degree, and we learned about it. And I've read about it. Like, like they say the best way to approach racism is to not be mad at it. If you get mad at a racist, mm. all that's gonna do is make them more racist and alienate you mm. further from helping them. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta like work with them. It's, I think that's a message that Kanye is trying to preach right now. It is the message, and I'm a huge Kanye guy, and and I'm a huge. I was a big everything he was doing before. I think he's like kind of over killing it now. A little, but I, I think he's that's the message. he got me on a stank face. Like I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah. Like you're making it hard. Yeah. Like I was, I was pro it. I was pro some of his crazy shit he was saying because it's like he's just making us think he's you know think fearlessly yeah. like I like that I love that culture, but, but that that comes back to my point where it's I don't know if I can change people, I I don't know if I can change a society but I can try to change people I think he's trying to change a society and it's just right an right, uphill right, battle right. that it's will correct, not work and I just and, and he's doing it in. Like I think he can editorialize now. I think he can come out and be like, listen, y'all, like I know the hat's bad and then saying yeah. the things about I, that he did about American slavery is bad. But he's like, all I'm trying to do. Yeah. But he doesn't really come out and explain himself, sort of. You know what I mean? He's not yeah, he's not the best at it. Yeah, which I know He's but, not. Like I can see the intention is there, but I don't know, man. It's crazy. He he's He's a crazy case. So last thing I want to say about Mac Miller before he completely uh, evaporates from our uh, Go route ahead. here. But so the, the moment I realized that Mac Miller is actually the superstar talent, must be respected in the rap game, is when, do you remember when Kendrick Lamar dropped that? I was just going to bring that up. The Kendrick Lamar dropped that Mac verse. Miller? Do you remember that verse he dropped? The control verse. Mac he Miller dropped. was the last name. You're my man. Mac Miller was the last name. He dropped J Electronica, Drake, and J Cole. He wants to see all these fans. Oh, it's all this shit. And the last name was Mac Miller in a time when Mac Miller wasn't really what I even thought he was. Now he was just still kind of growing his like brand label career, whatever his portfolio, if you will. And to- and uh, and Kendrick is one of the only rappers who's always on his shit. You know, like Chance loves him. They never had a song together or maybe no they don't because i'm a huge chance i don't think they do they they don't like you know and so uh yeah in school by q's all over anyways i just wanted to bring that up because yeah that's like kendrick called it you know kung fu kenny called it early so anyways uh, sorry to divert back to what's your time what's your timeline like right now i'm supposed to go get a suit a suit you get married Someone's getting married Someone's always getting married I am going to say Lebanese culture Oh my god Cousin eh? It's an uncle (laughs) They love marriages They're fun It's like a special party Like they just Food Liquor Suits We lock into relationships Hair gel Like we're big contractual Relationship people You know what I mean Yeah We're big in the like Alright we're dating We're dating for a long time now And we're like We're going it with it We might as well get married While we're at it Good excuse to party Drink Eat well Host people I've never been to a wedding Never been to a wedding? No, nope. you're kidding. No, nope. got a small family. Friends aren't at that. My first one will be in August. Kevin Powers is getting married. Okay, cool. So first one will be in August, but no, never been. I can't believe that. I when I was younger, I, I had can't such. i you such a wedding guy. You'd be such a wedding crasher. We'll see how it goes. I am single, so we'll see how it Jeez. goes. When uh oh, when I was younger. August. I had the, the biggest desire to go to these weddings. It's like, but honestly, the reason why was just to drink and meet some women. Well, hey, I mean that's what you do at yeah. weddings. But now that I'm older, we'll I'm just like, not, not that I'm I'm them. happy to go to Kev's wedding. Like I'm I, I'm excited for it. I still have never been to one. But as you get older, the more I, I'm just such a homebody. I just want to stay home. You know. I know what you mean. You know, like like I used to want to go to events. But you know, Justin, we gotta like kick that. What do you mean? I think that the Joe Rogan... Wow, I'm channeling my Joe Rogan. But we got to be... Because Joe Rogan always preaches this. What does he preach? Oh, he's always like, we're <laughs> all lazy. You know, we all like gaming. We all mm-hmm. like sitting at home watching movies with someone or even without someone. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you got to fucking go. Mm-hmm. You got to get your fucking ass up. Get your ass to the gym. Mm-hmm. Get your ass to class. Get mm-hmm. your ass to talking to other people. You know, it's good to be... I know it's so fucking cliche. It's good to be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. like it's... I don't know, like, like I was sitting at my house at long day of class, long day, a long week, you know, and and I was gaming a little. I was like, should I flake on the high button? I was like, of course not. Like you were gonna flake button? on us? Well, no, but no, no, no. But it's just the in, the no, of course not. And that's why I'm here with the energy and happy to do it. Love it. But I'm just saying, there's this minute lazy person in all of us. Yeah. And it fills a lot of our interests and beliefs, and it's a reason we don't get a lot of shit done. And you know, and and I just think that we all gotta kick it, and so, like uh, next time we're doing the high button in my uh in my basement. <laughs> so I gotta move all this shit in <laughs> no, your basement. I'm just oh joking. No, no, no. Where I, uh, where are you living at right now? Are you downtown? Back home. Back home. Downtown. Can I, can I get a lift uh, on the way? I'm going to the form well i'm going to alex affairs is this place. how we're ending the podcast is no we don't have man trust me we don't i could talk to you for another hour quick little uh yeah we're hitch a ride you want to hitch a ride that's the only reason why you're here to be this quite is, honest this i just is, need a so ride we call this consideration i learned <laughs> this the other day so consideration the word <laughs> sorry to get back on the nerd right so go quick, ahead yeah uh, yeah that's it so is this a barter system yeah, essentially you come on here, you get to preach for you get to preach for free. <laughs> this and a, this where, is actually just a drive, eh? Wherever I need to go, I cause let's see, I need to go to East Ants, I'll call someone in from yeah. East Dance. Hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Yeah. Give me a lip. A lip the drive costs an hour and a half on a podcast. I like that. That's what I'm doing, man. Uh, it's called consideration. 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 Like, yes, in the legal sense. It's uh you do a service for a performance. You pay a, value for a performance. So the value is being an hour on a great podcast. That's the okay. value. And the performances, I drive your ass somewhere. That sounds like some hippie trading shit, like at the market. Like I'll give you some apples, you give me some oranges. Old school like (laughs) barter shit, like you trade a cow for like hay or something. Yeah. Fucking. I like it as long as it pays my rent. Uh yeah. Well, respect to the high button. You got anything else? No, I guess that's it, man. What are you doing tonight? After your suit. Oh no! Oh oh! Before we're done. Oh boy. McGregor, or, uh, Khabib. Did I tell you today I was out doing that? I was asking people. I'll get oh, where the. Where are you? Well, I'm asking you now, buddy. Oh, there we go. Um, who do you got? I, my heart is telling me, um, Khabib. And I, but I do think, uh, but I want to say sorry, McGregor. So I think Khabib is gonna win, but I want McGregor to win. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Khabib is gonna like win. You're convinced Khabib's gonna win, but you hope McGregor wins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just... I don't know. I've seen McGregor when he loses his mo- his body, what his body looks like. I find his arms a little bit too... I don't know. I don't know. I just... You know how you you're just have a feeling? some anatomy, eh? I got a feeling. Anatomical analysis over here. Yeah. The words you drop on me, man. Like, I was watching I'm our stupid. podcast that we did last time, and I was like... Stupid. I was like, you make me look like a fucking monkey. No, like, I'm you... S- no, no I'm you're not. I'm a stupid person. I shouldn't use words longer than, like, two syllables. My brother would be so mad at me right now. Maybe that's... Uh, Actually, no, I was going to say maybe if you're dumb and you just use big <laughs> words, you can yeah. come off as smart. Honestly, if I came in a conversation with you and you use big words with me, which well, you I do? I, I think you're smart. I hope I don't. God, I hate you. Oh, you that. do, man. God damn it. You probably said at least three words. <laughs> with four before, syllabi. Yeah. And then I was just you like, know, oh, okay. Accent. God, I hate that. You know why I especially hate that? Why? I guess we'll go off on this point. But uh, George Orwell wrote this amazing essay called, politics and the English English language Okay, and essentially in the, a lot of the good points it's only 10 pages it's a free PDF it's online if anyone wants to read it it's really simple too okay he just kind of essentially criticizes trying to sound smart George Orwell like the one of the most famous is came after World War II he just essentially says we should use words that don't have a Latin uh, origin what does that mean so things no like when I said uh, what did I say to you I said anatomical or like anything with a T I O N shin, you know, like yeah. like nation or substantial or yeah. any of these like shin, like sh- like these words that sound scientific. He says that they don't they don't actually uh, express humanity. You know what it does Germanic words? He says like bump, stump, stop, yeah, uh, giggle, you know, <laughs> uh, rub rubber. It doesn't have anything other than rubber. It doesn't have a background word. It's just a thing. Like anatomical comes from anatomy, which comes from fucking I don't know, some stupid theory on the body. So it requires too much like background to know what the word means. But bump in rubber and goose. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. And he says that those words are best for expression. Man, people are just out here talking anyways. You ever go you know what you do? Go to Starbucks and over listen to a conversation, man. They're just they're people are just talking for the Point of talking. I love Starbucks. <laughs> I'm basic. Man, I love man. Starbucks. Let's wrap it up, man. Okay, we got to get going right. here. I've plugged, I've plugged too many places. You might be getting some uh, sponsorships coming through your way. Oh, you know? no, I don't know after this one. Jesus, man. I think they're all over now. Don't go to Indochine. What's that place called? Indochine. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Don't go get the banh Me with the, the, just the, the faux soup. Just JK. Anyways, uh, this is fun. Ziad, you're the man. Thanks, Jay. So you're going to be in Halifax for the next four years? Going yes, to baby. Love it. See you around. That's good news for the high button. See you soon. Hopefully, I'm on that uh, video. I want to be on one of your Instagram posts, man. Yeah. Well, we're out there every day, so we'll run into you eventually. Okay, cool. We Great. went to Dow Dentistry the other day and asked kids if they want to Worked for the new lacrosse team Because lacrosse players are losing teeth Anyways, we can talk forever right. uh, Hi Button Justin, we're out Thank you very much Everyone listening Make sure to go to all of our social media outlets Facebook, Twitter, Instagram iTunes, SoundCloud Actually, if you go, if you could go to our iTunes account And leave a comment We're trying to get the comment section up That would be great for us um, Other than that, like I said, I love each and every one of you that listen to this. The support has been tremendous these past six months. Uh, The high button is just beginning, baby, all right? We are out.